Hi, and welcome to the Hormonal Mama podcast. I am your host, as always, Kara Drescher. Today on the show, we are talking about wellness, but specifically, we are talking about massage therapy under the general heading of wellness. So sit back, sit tight, and enjoy. Before I even start talking about wellness and massage therapy, I want to take a few minutes to give you a brief background on why I am an expert in this field. If you've never listened to me before, this will be very helpful. If you have listened to me before, I think it'll still be helpful to get a little refresher on why I am an expert in this field. So to start, I have been a licensed massage therapist in Pennsylvania uh, for over 18 years. Technically, though, I like to sort of explain this a little bit. Technically, Pennsylvania didn't have a licensing board until 2011. But I completed my massage therapy training um, and education in 2002. In 2008, I started studying prenatal massage and began specializing in both pre- and postnatal massage therapy. Um, And then I followed that up with fertility massage. Um, In 2011, I decided it was time to get nationally certified. So I took the national certification board eight years after graduating and got my Pennsylvania license because it was available at that time and specialized in these areas. In addition to that, six years ago, I started my own personal fertility journey. Um, To make a long story short, after three very long years and 14 fertility treatments, I conceived triplets and gave birth to twins seven months later. So after my high-risk pregnancy and unplanned C-section and very, very difficult recovery and complex breastfeeding journey, I decided it's time for me to start this business because I have all of this experience, both professionally and personally. Um, And I know, I know exactly what it's like to go through these phases in life. But I also know on the other side of it, objectively, how to help women going through them. So that's a little overview of me and why I'm an expert in massage therapy, specifically infertility, pregnancy, and postpartum. If you have listened to my show before, you know that I've spent a lot of time recently talking about skincare because I'm also a licensed esthetician and part of my specialty is not just fertility, pre and postnatal massage, but it's also fertility and pre and postnatal skincare. So it's really important to me to make sure that women know that there is support. You know, fertility and pregnancy and postpartum, these are all very complicated times in life. And it's very hard sometimes to find the right support because we all need support differently. I provide emotional support, but because I'm an expert in massage and skincare, I feel like those are the areas that I excel the most and I can help you to take care of your body. And let's face it, your skin is the biggest part of your body. So um, that's a little bit about me. I think that's a great um, broad definition. 
wellness professionals encompass a wide variety of fields, including but not limited to massage therapy, beauty, yoga, Pilates, acupuncture, physical fitness, and like I said, many, many more. And that's just a little glimpse into professions that fit into the wellness um, heading. Now, I can't speak on all of these industries because I'm not an expert or even knowledgeable in most of them. But I can speak on beauty and massage therapy because that's where my training experience lies. So today, it's all about massage therapy. Um, I want you to really understand what massage therapy is so that in my next few episodes where I'll be rounding out my first season, I want you to really understand in each episode when I'm talking about infertility, pregnancy, and postpartum specifically, I want you to understand what I'm talking about and how massage therapy relates to those and how it affects those. So now that we've talked a little bit about wellness, generally speaking, and what it means, I want to talk about the definition of massage therapy because that's our focus. So massage therapy is complicated, but also not complicated. Let me kind of break that down for you. I've got some more definitions here for you, but I want to break them down one by one. So Merriam-Webster has their definition of massage therapy as the manipulation of the muscles and other soft tissues of the body as by stroking, kneading, or rubbing with one or both hands or an instrument by a massage therapist for therapeutic purposes as to relieve pain, promote healing, or improve physical functioning. And their definition of a massage therapist is a person who practices massage therapy, a trained individual who is licensed or certified to therapeutically manipulate the muscles and other soft tissues of the body using one or both hands or an instrument. I think these definitions are pretty clear and concise and explain the general idea of massage therapy quite well, really. But there's more. So it's not just about the definitions, okay? Um, there's more to it. You have to understand the purpose. What's the purpose of massage therapy? I want to back up before I even jump forward. I kind of got ahead of myself for a second. In talking about these definitions of massage therapy, it's important to understand that massage therapy, and I'll go into this more in a little bit, but it's not just for muscles. It is the window, if you will, into the rest of the body. The muscles are kind of like, that's where you start and then everything else is affected from there. So again, I'll get into that a little bit more in a few minutes, but I just wanted to kind of get that analogy out there, if you will. So what is the purpose of massage therapy? Okay. Massage therapy is manipulating muscle tissue and that's great, but what's the purpose of manipulating muscle tissue? For me, this is where it all gets very interesting and part of the reason I got into this industry in the first place. So let me ask you this. What is the first thing you do when your neck is sore? Most of the time, the first thing you're going to do is rub your neck. 
Now, when I say rub, I'm talking very generally. I'm using that word in a very general way. You might just apply some pressure to the sore area, not rub. You're just taking your hand and putting a little compression there. But when you think about it and you take a step back, what are you actually doing? You're massaging your neck. So not everyone has the same, you know, personal technique when they massage a sore area, but most of the time, if your neck is sore, your upper back, you're going to be rubbing it and rubbing it is the same thing as massaging it. So there you go. That's your first step in the right direction. But let me ask you another question. Why is rubbing the sore spot your first instinct because it feels good and sometimes it can actually relieve the pain or discomfort maybe not completely but even a little bit makes a huge difference and that my friends is the whole point of massage therapy the whole point is to help relieve pain and or discomfort there are other purposes like helping to increase circulation creating relaxation and so on but our main purpose doing massage therapy is to relieve pain or to relieve discomfort. For me, the great thing about massage therapy is that it's a very broad um, category or, or broad area, and it encompasses a variety of modalities. Now, if you're confused and you don't understand exactly what I'm talking about, keep listening because let me explain what modality means. So what is a modality? According to vocabulary.com, their definition of the word modality, and I like this a lot, the way or mode in which something exists or is done. So even though this is a broad category or not category definition, it is a really great definition. So let's break it down into massage therapy terms. I read a really great article in um, First Institute, and I think that they explained it in a really, really great way. Their definition of a modality specifically relating, relating to massage therapy is a massage therapist would say that a modality refers to the approach that he or she might take with a client. Swedish massage, cranial sacral massage, Thai massage, sports massage, deep tissue massage, prenatal massage, hot stone massage, the list goes on and on and on and on. But this is just a short list just to give you an idea. So if you've heard these terms before, you might say, oh, well, I've heard of Swedish massage. That is a modality. I've heard of hot stone massage. That is a modality. It takes it a step further than just saying a massage technique. A massage technique, and I'm not going to get into this right now, I'll, I'll do another episode sometime about this, but a massage technique is something like effleurage or kneading. It's a specific way that you're using your hands and fingers to massage an area, whereas a modality is a larger um, heading of how um, the mode in which you are doing this particular thing. I don't know if that makes sense. And that's why I like that definition. The two definitions from vocabulary.com and from First Institute, I think they have excellent definitions that really help to break it down a little bit more.
So how does this all relate to hormonal changes in women going through infertility, pregnancy, and postpartum, right? These are the things that I talk about on a regular basis. I'm going to break down each of those categories in the coming weeks in my next few podcast episodes, or if you prefer to read my blog, um, and I will take each category infertility, pregnancy, postpartum, and really break down how massage affects those, how massage can affect fertility, how massage can affect pregnancy, how massage can affect the postpartum period, and taking it even a step further and telling you, is it safe? And if it is safe, is it safe the whole time? Or are there specific times that you can and can't get massaged? For example, the myth that you can't get a massage during your first trimester. That is a myth. I will talk about that in that episode. But I want to connect the dots a little bit for you first before diving in and going into these detailed episodes. That's what today is for. I want to talk about massage therapy specifically so you understand it a little bit more in depth before jumping into a specific um, thing that massage therapy is going to affect. So let's talk about the effects of massage therapy on the body. First and foremost, the effects of massage therapy on the body are vast and long-lasting. That, to me, is amazing. There are so many effects on the body from massage therapy, and these effects aren't short-lived. It's not going to be like, oh, okay, here is you know my, my short-lived effect on the body. No, they're going to stay with you for a long period of time. Now, I'll talk about this more another time, but it is important maintenance, right? You hear about maintenance all the time. Maintenance is important. It's just as important with massage therapy as it is with anything. But that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> so because of the domino effect of massage therapy, the results from a session can help with more than just one problem. So what I mean by domino effect is that it's not just going to give muscle relief, right? It's also going to cause better blood circulation and other things, which I'm going to talk about right now. So here's an example. Tight muscles in the neck and back can be relieved from massage therapy. But in addition to loosening tight muscles, other effects you might experience are increased relaxation, more positive mood, increased blood circulation, better sleep, and so on. The great thing about our bodies is that everything really is connected. You know the classic song, Dem Bones? Uh, it's also known as the, the skeleton dance or dry bones. It's the song that goes like this. The toe bone's connected to the foot bone. The foot bone's connected to the ankle bone. Or if you want me to sing, I'm not a very good singer, but I'll sing for you. The toe bone's connected to the foot bone. The foot bone's connected to the ankle bone. You know the song. I'll stop singing now and I don't want to make your ears bleed. <laughs> so that song is very non-technical because let's face it, it's for kids. But it makes such a great point. Everything is connected. If you look at the human body and you break it all down and you really think of it, everything in your body is connected somehow. It might not be a direct connection, but a lot of anatomy is indirectly connected 
to another part of the anatomy. I know that that may sound a little bit confusing, but stick with me because I promise you it will all come together and make sense. So I am talking about this because when it comes to massage therapy, you get all these great effects because of one thing. You're massaging a muscle, right? All you're doing is massaging a muscle. That's not all you're doing, but my point, I'm breaking it down real small for you. You're massaging a muscle and you're getting all of these amazing effects. It's not just affecting your muscle. It's affecting everything else because everything is connected. So the first thing to understand when we talk about muscles is that there are a lot of components to a muscle. You have muscle fibers, blood vessels, nerves, tendons, bones, ligaments, fascia, etc., 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 that either surround, bind, or travel through the muscle tissue. One of the most prominent things that happens when a muscle is massaged or rubbed is increased warmth in the area. This increase in warmth helps the blood flow more smoothly, which results in two things increased blood circulation, and relaxed muscle tissue. That in itself is pretty great. In addition to these results, other components of massage therapy techniques are various types of stretching, right? So there's active isolated stretching, there's PNF stretching, which is called proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. (laughs) So that's a really long uh, uh, phrase there, but it's a wonderful type of stretching. There are all these different types of stretching techniques, and with stretching, two results happen as well. Loosened muscle tissue and loosened tendons. So when you look at some of the other anatomical structures involved in muscles, you'll see nerves. So sometimes if a nerve is compressed, the reason may be a tight muscle. So by relaxing a tight muscle with massage work that is possibly compressing a nerve, you might get relief from the nerve compression. Okay, so I've got a few things in here that I just talked about. Increased circulation, relaxed muscle tissue, loosened muscle tissue, loosened tendons, and then potentially relieving nerve compression. That's just part of it. There's so much more. But I'd say it because I think it's really cool when you see the results of massaging and you think, oh, it's just a massage. It's not a big deal. But it is a big deal. It's not just making you feel relaxed and, oh, it's nice. It's giving you this long-lasting, vast uh, relief, right? You're, You're getting all of these benefits throughout your body, not just your muscle. I hope that makes some sense. So the last thing that I want to talk about here is how massage therapy can impact mental health. Because, you know, I focus my business on women going through fertility struggles, pregnancy, and postpartum. And these are three areas that are extremely physical, as we all know. But the component to these three things that I think are is frequently missed is the mental health component. It's not there, there's there's so much stigma around mental health, and it there shouldn't be. And when you're going through, and and I can speak from the personal side here. I'm not a mental health expert. I'm a massage expert. I'm a skincare expert. 
But I can tell you from the personal side of things, infertility does a number on your mental health. I struggled for three years physically and mentally. I had a lot of trouble um, really dealing with the pain and anguish that came along with my infertility journey. It was very hard. It was very painful. And mental health is so important. There's just not enough out there is my point. But the great thing about massage is that it can affect your mental health as well. Now, I just talked about infertility. I also went through a high-risk, complicated pregnancy with triplets that turned into a twin pregnancy because we lost one of our babies. And that every aspect of pregnancy is stressful enough. Add in a high-risk pregnancy, then add in multiples, then add in loss, and you're dealing with some mental health concerns there. And then the postpartum journey. That's just, I mean... As you can see, I have no words and I have words for everything all the time. So my point here is to say mental health is important. And one of the great things about massage therapy is how it can very much impact in a positive way mental health. So AMTA, American Massage Therapy Association, is an excellent organization. There are two main wonderful organizations, ABMP, Associated Bodywork and Massage Professionals, and AMTA. I've been members of both. I wouldn't say that one's better than the other. I think they're both excellent, amazing resources for massage therapists. That's a side note. But AMTA had a really cool article on their site called Massage Therapy for Mental Health. A growing body of research supports the positive impact of massage therapy for relieving stress, anxiety, and depression. And that's important stuff. So I just want to read you some of the interesting um, facts that they noted in their article about research on mental health. Number one. Research indicates that massage can improve mood and reduce depression in those living with chronic pain, as well as in cancer patients, pregnant women, and people living with chronic disease. That's amazing. That just, to me, is amazing. Uh, secondly, research supports that massage can relieve stress in psychiatric patients, those with chronic pain, cancer patients, children with illnesses, patients with generalized anxiety disorder, the elderly, and healthy adults. I mean, I think it's really amazing that they include in there healthy adults. That's people not dealing with any of these chronic issues or anything like that. And they're still getting these wonderful results in relieving stress. Uh, next, research published in Applied Nursing Research shows that back massage given during chemotherapy can significantly reduce anxiety and acute fatigue. I am not a cancer expert by any stretch of the imagination. There's so much research out there that shows how beneficial massage can be to people going through cancer treatments. And I think that is amazing. Amazing, amazing. Next up, a study published in Military Medicine reports that military veterans indicated significant reductions in ratings of anxiety, worry, 
depression, and physical pain after massage. The analysis also suggests declining levels of tension and irritability following massage. That also is amazing what military veterans go through during their time in the military is astounding. And being able to relieve some of that with massage is amazing. And then lastly, research shows that massage for nurses during work hours can help to reduce stress and related symptoms, including headaches, shoulder tension, insomnia, fatigue, and muscle and joint pain. So I think the results from all these different research studies are amazing. Understanding how massage can affect the mind as well as the body is astounding. And it really changes the way people look at massage therapy work and what it can do for overall health and wellness. I personally am amazed by all of this. You'll hear when I talk more about uh, fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum in my next few episodes how massage therapy can really, really positively impact and affect these three um, very complex periods in many women's lives. So as you can see, there are many benefits to massage therapy, and the great thing is that there are modalities and techniques for almost anything you can think of. Massage therapy is an amazing alternative therapy with many different possibilities. I cannot wait to jump in talking to you about fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum massage and wellness, and what these wonderful modalities and techniques can do for you. So I hope you will join me in my next episode, and we will talk all about infertility and massage, followed by my following episode, pregnancy and massage, and then postpartum and massage. I am looking forward to it. Can't wait to share it all with you.